Welcome to the Meeple Syrup After Show, where designers are discussing design. We're on episode 64 of Dice and Rondells, and uh, we're just after midnight, and I think i got to pass this over to Brian. Yes. Uh, I've, it's, it is after midnight, and I have a special message. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ben. Sorry, Matt Riddle, not you. Happy birthday to you. You're what, 22 now? 23? Oh, no, he's muted. He's muted. Unmute yourself. Oh, oh, oh you, don't know? you don't mean oh, to be muted. No, he lost his voice. He's lost his voice. No, it's his birthday, he's lost his voice. It's that, it's, that, it's that Black Friday microphone he bought. That's what you get for 99 cents. I don't, know if I, hear, uh, I don't know if I hear Matt either. Matt, do we hear you? Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Matt's in the house. Ben, ben just is like secretly like, I just want to get out of here. It's my birthday. Well, really, so. he's actually he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> the tears shredded out his mic. Yes. Yeah. Tears of joy, of course. Of course. While, while, so. while Ben works on the microphone thing, and Matt rejoices in Ben not being able to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> so their co-designs are all now influenced by Matt. <laughs> uh, why don't we? Uh, we just had an episode where we talked about uh, dice and rondelles and combination thereof. And one of the conversations that had come up, uh, Brian mentioned Matt Gertz, and I thought I would uh, actually mention I got to play his new game, and there's no rondelle. What? Yeah. How is that so, possible? So it's even with that thing, do something new, do something different. Matt Gertz took that advice and said, you know what? I want to try something different. So it is. A worker placement economy game. Okay. Yeah. It is. It? It's it's uh, themed uh, around steamboats and the evolution of of the steamboat industry, and so going from you know early coal steamboats that were very inefficient and had short reach, and it has the whole you know classic world map, kind of very nav- navigador mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. But uh, the stock element is that you take shares in the different companies. So there's different, there's five different steamboat companies, and you don't particularly run one of them. You uh, buy shares in those companies and influence mm. them. So I thought that was real interesting, as you know, who all of us would think of when it comes to rondelles is even venturing hmm. outside of the rondel. Uh, ben, can we hear you yet? No. No. I no, feel like no, it, you might like think this is a birthday prank or something, but it really isn't. <laughs> like, I wish it was, so that every time you're talking, we're like, can't hear you. <laughs> but uh, it really, we can't hear you. <laughs> he, he is, he's like getting angry at his computer right now. You can see, like, he's like boring holes. Yeah, but he's, he's working eyes. it out. A- any other, I mean, we, we heard uh, spoilers already of Belfort Dice in the process. Um, well, Matt, it's not scientific, but it's the idea. Right? No, but the, it's being developed, and Matt, you mentioned that uh, you'd love to see a fleet dice version. Is there any other um, dice games you've seen, either friends that are playtesting stuff or that you feel comfortable you can talk about or uh, you know are kind of coming down the pipeline that is open season to chat about when it comes to dice games? We did... Uh... 
I'll talk about us again. Very uh, arrogant. <laughs> Enough about you. Let's talk about me. No. We just did um, for Button Shy. Uh, you know, Mr. Jason Tagmeyer. Yeah. Doing this uh, game of the month club, and yeah. we did a one for him where it's a it's a race game based around the crafts mechanic. So okay. you're breaking in and out of a casino, trying to rob nice. the vault, and nice. using the crafts rolling mechanic basically to yeah. kind of make your progress. It's push your luck. It's sure. it's, it's a lot of fun, and we did it with. Um, you know, we were able to do it basically using the poker deck and a couple of dice, and then we actually sort of took that design that we thought of, you know, with for his uh, Game of the Month club and have kind of spun it off into, you know, a pitchable, so to speak, sure. you know, sort of a full design. With, bigger, you know, bigger game. Exactly. Words on cards, things that we couldn't do in the Button Shy series because it's based on having your sure. own components. You know, we've got, you know, locations do different things. And it's actually, it's, it's one of those things where I think, you know, Ben had the idea because he was just reading about craps on Wikipedia one day or something. I don't remember exactly how he got to that Wikipedia page. Ben, but... Ben's just going to nod for the yeah. episode. <laughs> He's probably so, looking at how to get crap out of diapers. Yeah, exactly, right. So, <laughs> And he said, hey, dude, this, you know, I never played craps. My dad has, you know, played a little bit. I, I'd watched him once or twice. We're not, I don't go to the casino very often. It's not really, you know, yep. my bag. I don't like to give away money. So um, I was familiar with it, though. So, you know, sure. Ben began kind of explaining the how the opening roll works, the opening roll, the point roll, busting, and all that stuff, and it was, it's fun. Yeah, so we basically absolutely. use that kind of, you know, 7, 11, 3, yeah. all the different things that with craps, we use that to sort of use a push your luck dice mechanic. It's, it's been a blast. Interesting. So. I, think it, I think it was a Dark Rock Ventures that also uses uh, roulette or, or, or craps. Well, it was originally a roulette type thing. Roulette, okay. Is, uh, well, there's an element still in the in the kind of the action selection that I think kind of mm-hmm. you can see the the origins, the influence. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of Dark Rock Ventures, just uh, I I finally got to break open my copy of uh, Tiny Epic Galaxies today, thinking of of dice games and space games and things yeah. like that. And I I really appreciated just how simple Scott did um, the dicing in. Tiny Epic Galaxies, where yep. you can follow just sort of like you know yep. any of the you know roll for the galaxy or race for the galaxy or yep. uh, eminent domain type style games where you follow the roll around, totally. um, and then just the dicing was fun. You know the mm-hmm. idea of pushing your luck, the idea of trying to you know use a resource to get re rolls. Yeah, sitting on a on a place and hoping other people yeah. go there. Yeah, yeah totally. and mitigating all of the re rolls and all of the stuff that you're doing with the planets that you own. Uh, it was very smartly done, so I really enjoyed yeah. that. Nice uh, elegant game for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's it's actually one of my favorite in the tiny epic series. Yeah. So I was, I was quite fond of it. Yeah, I, I thought it was one of the better ones. I got to I got to play test and this is super early on, but uh, Daryl Louder's compounded. He's doing a dice. Oh yeah, the dice compounded game. A dice compounded, and uh, uh, it it was hilarious actually to be part of the early play testing because it was fun to watch another designer just early on testing just ideas. And well, first of all, because of his graphic skills, his early prototype looks better than my final prototype. Yeah, of course. So that that's frustrating. But uh, <laughs> but while we're playing, he's like, "Oh, well, don't worry about that." And I'm like, "This card looks so good. Like, I can't imagine that you just whipped this together." But I believe he did because he's so talented. But it was as we played, it was interesting to see the evolution that we started cheering or caring about each other to a point where the game rules actually evolved to become a co-op. I don't know if it'll stay a co-op, but it 
it originally was not a co-op, but by watching the playtesters' reactions and where they got most excited, you know, the description that Ben was saying about, you know, when you're at a con and you hear, like, a loud, like, cheer, like, those were happening when, when people did things together. So I think, intelligently, he kind of leaned into that. I don't know, it might evolve to another place in the future, but it was really fascinating. I think this is a good tip for designers watching to really follow the fun and see like where your people want to go. So for instance, for us, there was a little bit of a frustration of I can't see your dice, but they're like but when one person rolled, it was important for someone else. So then we started caring about each other's by being like, oh you need a so and so and a so and so. So as we watched, we started cheering for, oh yeah, you got it. And so because of that kind of like practical little issue of just being able to read something, it it kind of morphed or evolved the design. I'm, I'm curious, anyone else with designs where you've kind of changed where you went because of how the playtesters around you were reacting? I mean, that always happens. Um, I don't know if I've ever gone full, like, this is now a co-op game from it being a competitive game. But yeah, that's, uh... that, was a, that was a first for me to sit in and see a literal motivation flop. You know, I, it doesn't, I don't think it's very often that, but because Ben and I design together, you know, yes. we play our own stuff a billion times before anybody else before sees it. Before anyone sees it, yeah. So by the time we're really putting it in front of playtesters, most of the time, there's, you know, exceptions like with Unpub and stuff, sure, sure. where it's way past the point of, you well, know, like maybe that experience that. is more when you're showing each other. Yes. No, so that, that happens. happens maybe more? No, absolutely. I mean, we do... Um, I'm going to go on a quick tangent. Right yeah. over your shoulder is a great rondelle, still for Dynasty. <laughs> yes. We completely oh, missed yeah. that one. That is the whole game is the rondelle, yes. but it's super good, super elegant. So, but yeah, no, I mean, we definitely, you know, usually it's there's always a general idea. I know Ben kind of mentioned that we've been doing a little bit more work with um, theme first lately, and that's frankly just because we've been, you know, at, at kind of that request to do. Yeah. You know, some stuff that's based on IPs and a few things that, like, you know, Monster Which Trucks we're, was... We're going to come back and talk to talk about Back to the Future as we well. We do. This whole podcast, or the Google Hangout, is IDW, brethren, are we not? Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So that's, we've all got, uh, we're all in the IDW family. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. But, um, yeah, we definitely take things, you know, things kind of turn. We actually, the one we're working on right now, you know, started off, we knew we knew going in we we're going to do co-op because of the IP we're working with and a different company, not IDW, but and it, it took a pretty harsh turn because the first one didn't work. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I mean it's one of those things where we were playing it and it wasn't fun. Uh, right. it, you know, it was functional, but there wasn't anything terribly interesting there. And mm-hmm. we, you know, kind of literally went, well, if we take this and go that way with it, and then yeah. now suddenly, I mean, honestly, it's one of those. It was actually really neat. Sometimes when you're, doing, when you're designing games, you have these like moments, and we've been yeah. kind of tinkering and talking on back and forth all day about it over our little messenger app at work, and you know we kind of did some stuff the night before, and we played it at lunch, and it just worked. I mean, we did like okay, we're gonna do these three things, and we're yeah. gonna try it this way today, and it was like wow, this game yeah. went from being like we were nervous that we weren't gonna be able to, you know, not nervous we we're gonna be able to deliver. We're figuring no, no, it out, but, but we yeah, were yeah. nervous that it wasn't going in a very good direction. To suddenly, bam! I mean, with these couple <laughs> of changes we did, it just it was fun. It worked. We played it. You know, the, it was tense. And we got beat by our own game like the second time we played. And it was, you know, I mean, really one of those kind of neat moments that you have when you do this stuff. 
Oh, oh, we lost. Oh, no, he's coming back. Oh, he's back. Let's see. There's Ben. Ben, Jack. can you hear you? Yeah! Yay! Yay! All right, let's just let Ben talk for five minutes straight. <laughs> Was Matt just saying how I saved our latest game? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. That's exactly sure. what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said he must have been saying we, but I mean I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. No, that's it. I was done. I didn't. You know, we were just talking about how it made a left turn into being good from being not that good, frankly. For sure. It, ha- it happens fast. It happens fast. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, Matt mentioned we're all in the brethren of IDW. Why don't we go across the board and? Uh, share for anyone who doesn't know what what games uh, people are connected to IDW with. Sure. Where do you want to start? Well, Sen has the most titles, so why don't you just oh. get those out of the way? Uh, Orphan Black, uh, which Woo-hoo! is a it's a uh, rule it's a hidden rule game. Which I just yeah. actually started watching two days ago. Yeah, and oh, you're are you so enjoying it? You it's are so in. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, and it's I'm in season two series. already. I'm in season yeah, two. So we good. like it because it's Canadian. Uh, yeah. Our friends well, is Well, again, it can't be perfect, but... Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I gotta give a shout-out for my buddy Bryce, who is a producer. Yeah. And, and then um, we are finishing up Powers right now, which is uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Michael uh, Oeming, who is... Uh, they're comic book writers, obviously. Bendis is the one who basically... Anything that you see Avengers on screen originally comes from his... Um, comic book writing. Is and the then, news of the season two thing is that public? Yeah, it's it should be public. So season so, two, um, actually, Will Wheaton is joining the cast for of Powers in season two. So that's pretty cool. Um, now I'm I'm pretty sure that our game is not going to be using still shots from the show. Um, it'll be using artwork done by the original artist, which is even better in our books. Um, just because, I mean, that's where our love of the, the source material comes from, is the so original just comic. Will Wheaton's ugly. Got it. No! <laughs> Will's, Will's a, a gorgeous hunk of burning love. But no, uh, and then, uh, oh, and this this goes back to Dice, which is kind of cool. Um, and we should actually talk about, uh, one day we should talk about rule selection, and we should talk about deduction and stuff. But yes. anyways, today Probably we're talking about Dice, some. and our the third game that we're doing with IDW, that is done, and I think it's yeah, I heard this all in done. the graphic design process right now, is uh, Godfather A New Dawn. Um, mm. <laughs> literally, it, that's what it's so called. So cool. A New Dawn. Um, is and Godfather it's, Vampires? Is that what? No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> dice rolling game uh, where you're using dice to take over the various boroughs of New York, and uh, it's an area control, area majority style game. Uh, well, kind of Belforty in a way, um, but um, not resource and building and things like that. It's really all a, it's kind of dog fighting uh, with dice I'm and a, um, kicking people out and saying so hey, with the fishes. I'm a little slow on the uptake. Was that a new dawn? D A W N or new dawn? D O N. Oh, like wouldn't you like to know? I would like to know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's D O N. Okay. All right, I just, I just couldn't tell. For because sure. because in, in, in the game, you actually the role of the Godfather switches around, okay. and you're you're actually um, the Godfather. Um, you make the Godfather an offer he can't refuse. Obviously, gotcha. that kind of stuff gets worked yeah. in there where you're offering them dice. <laughs> so right. I played nice. I played around a little bit with the card game. I, oh yeah, I, that uh, Nate, Nate. Nate. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting seeing that as well, like a small. 
like it's just fascinating to see games in the same universe, but just taken in totally different ways. Mm-hmm. And then what are you guys doing with them, Matt and Ben? We Back to the Future is the first big one that comes out in March. That's done. It's in graphic design. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'll be um, <clears throat> they're shooting for end of March release. So we're starting to first see the first proofs and the rules and all that kind of stuff. So that's super exciting. And then we've got a big giant box full of stuff coming out with uh, IDW Pandasaurus combo that Ben and I designed with John Gilmore. Uh, what's the new name, Ben? Do you remember? Are we allowed to say that? Do you think? Probably not. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> no one watches our after show. It's, it's our Wasteland Truckers game. I don't remember. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I, I remember yeah. that game. Yep. So it's um, we've got that also excited. done. It's it's pretty. It, it turned out really really good. I mean, we have we're starting to see the first, you know, again like the first couple things that the Panasaurus, you know, Nathan from Panasaurus, as opposed to Nate from IDW, is working on, and he I know. Again, without saying any names, I guess he got a really... I wouldn't know who the guy was anyway, frankly. A really cool comic book guy doing the art. It's supposed to be awesome. John was super excited because he knew who he was. Um, oh, who is it? Do you know? I don't know. I honestly don't remember his well, name. Well, then I'll have to go ask John. Thanks. Yeah. i got to go talk to Gilmore. <laughs> I wouldn't have heard of him anyway, honestly. I'm not a comic book guy. But it's uh, hey, that, that's our, that's our, those are our two with IDW right now, so we're pretty excited. Yeah, that's great. Daryl, you're Brian? next in line on my, on uh, my, my panel. Next in so. line? All right. I have, yeah. I, have a, I have a handful of independent designs so, uh, that I signed with them. So uh, those are kind of evolving as... So the only one that so far they're in the art stage is my Dwarves game, and they don't have a name for it yet. So if anyone has a good name suggestion for a game that involves dwarves digging up gems, yeah, uh, I, need, I need a good name, so... So there's there's some homework for everyone. Um, and then, down dwarf. Yeah, that there's a, that's, that name seems to be taken. There's a, there's a lot of them in this world. It's funny. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, I have a, a game of jousting uh, that uh, they took. And uh, <laughs> Matt Loomis said, "Dig down dwarf as well." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course he did. And then um, a couple others that are maybe a little farther down the line, down the line. Sir Bob is asking how many dwarfs there are in your game, Daryl. There are actually seven because we were playing around with the fact that that was open source material originally. So I'm interested in jousting because I used to love that video game, Joust. <laughs> Do you it like, quite is it like, like Joust? the video game, but uh, no. Oddly enough, actually, Jesse has made a game that is like the video game Joust. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. play the crap out of that. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's like a micro game that he made. I'll have to nice. try that. Um, yeah, so those, and then uh, I have an, uh, a game that'll be connected, uh, but I, I can't announce it yet. So. Right. Brian? I can announce it. Uh, um, so uh, my game is a game co-designed with John Gilmore. I'm not sure how much I can say because we're in the negotiation phase. I mean, we have a contract coming. We have to sign it, officially sign it. That's, that's my stage, too. That's why I'm yeah. like, how much um, I mean, we have everything worked out in terms of terms yeah. and all that stuff, but it's. Um, I think what I can safely say is that it's worker placement and dinosaurs. Oh, nice. that really? That's awesome. Hey. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like that game. That was fun. Yeah, it's actually changed a little bit since you played it, but I well, think that's good because I didn't like it that much. Well, yeah, good. <laughs> you're gonna love this version. If you hated her last sentence, you're gonna love her suggestions. If you didn't like it that much, you're gonna like it that much even more. But <laughs> yes, there is a, a real interesting mechanic that we've used that I don't think that I've seen anywhere else. So I'll talk to you about that off screen. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, IDW is making uh, a lot of a lot of big moves. Moves in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I love what they're doing. I'm really excited about just okay. the, the so, uh, direction they're going. Have you guys seen Fire and Axe yet? I have. I, yeah, I don't it's beautiful. know. Beautiful. It is. I thought people complained about the board. I thought it was actually really nice. Yeah. Like, uh, I love that wood. That yeah, wood me too. Is really unique. And I mean. It, from from what Josh tells us, it's actually more representative of how it would have been done back then. Anyway, like they didn't actually draw. They yeah. didn't oh, navigate Josh, that way. Josh we're getting, yeah, we're getting Josh Capel for our game. I hear. I think hopefully that's the rumor. Ooh, that's oh, very nice. Game. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's for the for the wasteland game. Ooh. Oh, for doing the graphic uh, design. Yeah, for the graphic design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the art, the illustration will be done by some uh, oh, comic, book some comic book guy, and then Josh doing the graphic design. And little, you know, some of the. Oh, so yeah. all these games, guys. You're That's awesome because Josh on a, a rule book is like, you know, heaven sent. He's the best. I've heard that. That's honestly, that's what Nathan told us from from Pandasaurus, and I'd heard that somewhere else too that he's just a dynamite with the you know with the rule book. He, he is just amazing. Like yeah. I, I write like a robot. I write like a lawyer. Uh, and so every rule has, you know, clauses and things like that. And then Josh just takes my rules and says, okay, Sen, you're an idiot. This is how it should sound. And it, it sounds perfect coming out of his mouth. And it's like, it's I could never have written that in a million years. We're the same way because we're engineers by trade. Yeah, exactly, and right? We'll take three pages to write what could be done in, like, two sentences. <laughs> that sounds totally like an engineer. Just to make sure that every edge case Just right. to make sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> then sure we still miss something. Super clear. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Sen, aren't you working on uh, veering away from the IDW? Because mm, sure. uh, aren't you working on uh, co-design with Josh as well? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we already have a couple of design games together. Yeah. So um, there's Rock Paper Wizards, which is coming right. out in 2016 from Gamelin, um, and it's going to be neat because it's going to be a different form factor than they've done before, different market push than they've done before, because it's a it's a really fast kind of finger flicking, not flicking pieces around, but just like throwing hand signs um, kind of game. So it's it's going to be different. I, I think we'll see... Wizard gangs? Is that what's going on? Yeah, wizard gangs, yeah. We'll see different <laughs> uh, a different push from from Michael in regards to that. And then uh, Josh and I are working on a, a kind of dexterity game right now. We, we both have kids, right? Josh and I have kids, and so we like making games that our kids could possibly play. And uh, with Josh's wife doing, uh, you know, kids' table board games and publishing small little games like that, we are not making games specifically for her, but we're making games for that market as well because that's where a lot of our time is spent is in that, you know, under eight kind of level of kids running around with, you know, pieces and how do you play a game with with that level of, of, of child and... So we're working on a game right now called Canyons that is pretty neat. I'm not sure exactly how it works yet, but the stuff that does work works really well. Uh, and now we have to make the motivation and the scoring and how does that all play out. Uh, we want to have people walking across bridges that are built across a canyon. 
and we just have to figure sort of well the whole the, all the rules we got to figure all the rules out you know can I but, launch a fireball from the top of the uh, volcano and knock the bridge over as the people go across it yes <laughs> you possibly could possibly that's could. An that is your role just you <laughs> if you're there yeah that's a bad expansion. Anyone remember Fireball Island? Yeah, yeah of course. That? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that was the best part of the game. Yeah. Hey, brother, I stand wanna, on I the would, bridge. I would love to make something like Fireball Island. Yeah. With, with the trays. Engineers aren't doing something like that. You guys are engineering. You should be able to do that. We have a game with ramps. Ooh, cool. True, true. Yeah, it's, uh, it's sitting over in the uh, great German game submission wasteland. Waiting for, uh, you know, there's some interest there, but now we're in those months and months of we'll get back to you. We like it, but, you know, we got to try it some more. Yeah. So got ramps. So yeah. it's, uh, which, you know, uh, which company is that with? Uh, Raven, Ravensburger. Oh, okay, Ooh, cool. That would so, be a dream come true to do that. That would be. Yeah. It'd be really neat. I mean, they, you know, obviously they, they showed enough interest where we've gone through some revs, and now it's just kind of waiting for, you know, they after you know they said after S and after et cetera, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll get back to it again. But, yeah, it's been... It's gone farther than anything else we've had gone, you know, as far as on that side of the pond. Mm -hmm. pretty, I mean, who knows? You know, it's it's worth it. It's worth the try. It is worth the try. It just takes yeah. a long time. Super it's long. Worth the wait. I, yeah. I think so. I mean, if it's not going to go anywhere with any American companies, then we for something like Gravensburger, I mean, we you know we we gave them exclusivity on it. Obviously, we haven't even showed it really. I mean, it's something that yeah. some people have played. Like you know, I think uh, we played it back in the. Geez, two, three years ago, probably a Gen Con <laughs> stuff. So people have seen it. It's called Troll Steigen. It's you're rolling dice around ramps and you're knocking over caravans full of goods. You're trolls on a mountain. You're actually Troll Steigen's a pass in Sweden or Norway. I forget which one. Yeah. So oh yeah, of, yeah, yeah. The troll pass. Yeah. So yeah. We're, it's kind of based around that. Like you're you're the trolls rolling down, rolling boulders down the mountain, down these ramps, and trying to knock stuff over and um, you know collect the goods. And it's it's a lot of fun. And it took Ben some engineering hours to. Figure out how to tie the ramp into the player mat and get it all right into the uh, player screen and get all that to work. And now, now, what kind of engineering do you think would be the best for that? Like an industrial engineer, a packaging engineer? We're both mechanical, so yeah. I think that was, uh, you know, he he uses his CAD and uh, measuring skills wisely for a game like that. <laughs> you, do you measure twice and cut once, Ben? No, it's more like cut 27 times. I got a stack of <laughs> failed ramps like yeah. that tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Carol. I wanted to say dice yeah. games. I forgot to mention my favorite one from this year. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I felt bad during the show, but it's Steam Park or Steampunk? Steampunk Rally is that the one it was called, Matt? That we played. Yep. Yeah, Steampunk oh, Rally. That's, a, that's sure. a good old Canadian game. Hey. Game's it incredible. I, I love that game, and it uses the dice in such an interesting, almost you know, new way where you build your ship, and uh, every mm. one is color coded. And man, it's so clever. I just love that game. Yeah, my kids love it to death. They they absolutely adore that game. I think it's because they can cheat. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. My only problem with the game is not a problem. Is that my head explodes trying to watch everyone else manage their ships because I don't trust anybody. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, that really, that's really I want to see you. that work. Yeah. You, You're going to blow by me. I'm winning the whole time. It's going to be 19 spaces this round. Are we sure you're moving 19 spaces this round? But I thought, you know, it's funny because that game, like Ben said, uses like the colored dice. Like, I don't know if you guys ever played King's Forge. 
I didn't really like it. I appreciated the design idea. Didn't like the game. That's kind of how that one went for me. I feel like this one, not that they're anyway related, but I felt like, oh, okay, so here's a way to use sort of this dice conversion, you know, the different turning red into blue and kind of in a much better way. I, I got a huge blast out of Steampunk. We played it. You know, we don't play games. Like we kind of complain that, you know, Ben and I get to play every other Thursday with our buddies and then we design once a week. That's about it. So I play twice a month most months, you know, as far as getting actual games on the table. We played Steampunk Rally four times, which is an wow. insane amount for us, considering how, how few times we get to actually sit down and play games. Mm-hmm. So. We'll have to tell uh, Gavin and, and uh, Oren. Oren's the designer and Gavin's the publisher. And they're, yeah, no, they're it's good fantastic. Yeah. Good. Yeah, tell them good job from us. Good job from the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> And it has the most dice ever in a game. I'm so proud of that. Does it, does it like, officially have the most dice I don't dice know, ever? but it, it has 109 <laughs> or something. It's 108. incredible. Yeah. There's that game at Target where you, like, stack dice and roll, like, that thing. Dice, yes. uh, that thing's got a bajillion dice. Yeah. But otherwise, besides that game, I bet it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I meant a good game. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... It is around that time when we should probably be closing up shop. So, uh, Daryl, if you want to do the honors, I'll pull up the screen of Doom and sure. you can close out. Well, I'm going to yawn. Oh, it's that late. Uh, thank you uh, both to uh, Ben and Matt for sticking around, especially Ben for your birthday to spend it with us. Is, yeah, uh, happy birthday, man. The treat, so happy birthday and hope the rest of your day goes awesome. Uh, thank you, Brian, for... Uh, dropping in and being our third host for this evening. We appreciate your help. And uh, we just want to plug next week, we're going to have uh, Richard Ham, we're going to have Efka from Pun Included, and uh, possibly another guest or two uh, where we'll be just discussing uh, what we think were the best designed or who took some risks, some innovation on the design front from the last year. So we'll do kind of a games and review kind of show. But meanwhile, I just want to encourage everyone out there, keep making great games, and we look forward to playing your game soon. Have a good night.